Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality, and this podcast will give you all the spirituality manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your light. You with me? Hey, hey, badass lightworkers. How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are having an amazing start to your week. If you're listening to this earlier on in the week or that you are having an amazing week so far, if you are listening to this, later on down the week once again thank you so much for deciding to press play and come on the badass lightworker podcast to hang out with me if you are a regular you already know that i love you so freaking much and if it's your first time here also know that i love you a lot already and it's super nice to meet you my name is ella and i'm a spiritual life and business transformation coach and master nlp practitioner and it is my absolute soul purpose like it lights me up from the inside out to empower badass light workers to connect to soul expand their consciousness and reprogram their subconscious mind so that they can manifest their next level lit up life and business it is literally my life's work what gets me up excited every single morning and it is such a pleasure to be able to hop on here every single week and share that passion with you guys So for today's episode, I've got something really exciting to share with you guys, which is an interview with one of the beautiful souls I met during my master NLP practitioner training, the beautiful Talia Witherspoon. So Talia and I had such an epic high vibe conversation all about spirituality, subconscious mindset work, abundance, money, limiting beliefs, all that great stuff. So I'm really excited for you guys to tune in and to soak up Talia's knowledge when it comes to the subconscious reprogramming work and how to manifest more abundance and generate generational wealth, which we dive into so much detail about. But before we jump into that, first of all, I just have to re-emphasize to you guys, if you haven't already heard me talk about this before, the freaking power of hypnosis Okay, so I've been doing a lot of hypnosis audios over the last week just because I felt some old patterns coming up. I was feeling some overwhelm because yes, I'm human and it still happens to me as well. And so I started listening to some hypnosis audio, some of which I recorded for myself and some of which I have purchased in the past. And holy crap, you guys, this stuff is so potent. Like I always preach about hypnosis but it's just like when you re-experience it for yourself especially consecutively across like a few days over a week and you feel and you see the difference it's like mind-blowing how simple it can be to create lasting subconscious change so for those of you who aren't really aware of what hypnosis is or if you still think that hypnosis means that you are going to dance like a chicken or be manipulated 
Let me just get this straight for you right now. Hypnosis is essentially a deeply guided, relaxing meditation where we tell your conscious mind to go take a hike. Because when you get into deep states of hypnosis, deep states of deep relaxation is really what it is, what happens is that the brain waves in your brain change. So it goes from perhaps more alpha and beta, which is a bit more of like the everyday normal brain waves with beta, it can be uh, more stress oriented. You drop down to a theta state. A theta state is when your brain waves are a lot slower and you're feeling a lot more relaxed. It's almost like that borderline between like semi-dreamlike, but you're not really asleep. And in the theta state, this is where your conscious mind is basically gone. It's out for a break. And as a result of that, everything that you listen to when you are in a theta state goes directly into your subconscious mind. So as you can imagine, this is very powerful because your subconscious mind is running the show for 99.996% of everything that is going on in your life. However, where people struggle with when it comes to wanting to reprogram limiting beliefs or wanting to change their mindset for manifestation is that we very often work at the conscious level, but that doesn't work because your conscious mind is only responsible for what like 0.004% of what is actually running your day-to-day -day life. So that's why hypnosis is so powerful because all you have to do is literally put on a headphone, put on some headphones, not a headphone, put on some headphones, lie back, relax, like literally sit back, relax, and just close your eyes. And then all you do is simply relax. You feel amazing. You feel better and better. And then you're listening. You're taking in all these positive affirmations, these new ways of looking at things. And the best part is this gets ingrained in your subconscious mind so that it becomes automatic. It becomes automatic for you to have these new empowering beliefs to be able to easily step into these higher vibrational states of being and it's so powerful because all it takes is literally like 15 20 minutes and the change is done and you can keep on listening to it over and over again to really reinforce it but for the most part you listen to it once and you are all good no pain involved no crying no like difficult stuff what is going on outside <laughs> all it requires you is to get really relaxed feel comfortable and then lasting subconscious changes created so hypnosis is so powerful and even just for me like i mentioned this week like instantly after listening to my own hypnosis audio that i created for myself <laughs> i just felt so much better the next day it was like all the problems that i was dealing with in my mind disintegrated completely and my subconscious had this new way of working around these problems and putting me into higher vibrational and empowering states so that I could really focus on getting what I need to get done done and in a very excited and passionate way as well. So I just can't emphasize enough the power of hypnosis. If you guys have not tried it before, you totally need to. I actually have a free manifestation hypnosis audio that I will link down below in the show notes so that you can give it a shot if you haven't tried it before. And I also wanna share with you that hypnosis is a huge part of what is going to be included in my upcoming six week subconscious mindset elevation and manifestation experience, Light Up and Manifest. So I've already been talking about Light Up and Manifest and I'm going to keep on talking about it because 
this is one epic transformative program that is going to take you to a whole new level. It is going to reprogram your subconscious at the identity level and elevate you into that next level you who has everything that you desire. And so in Light Up and Manifest, hypnosis plays a big role because hypnosis is part of your weekly manifest action guides. Get it? It's like manifestation, but manifest action because you need to take the action to reprogram your subconscious. So you are going to get these tailored hypnosis audios that are going to help you let go of limiting beliefs like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy to receive my desires. I am feeling fear. Anything that is currently lowering your vibration, we are going to target with not just hypnosis, but also with other deep transformative techniques, all geared at changing you at the subconscious identity level, such as kundalini practices that we are going to use to clear out your subconscious and to raise your energetic vibration, to build up your aura, which is essentially like the magnetic field around you that attracts and all the things that you desire also using EFT tapping sequences guided visualizations you get these very powerful life-changing manifest action guides every single week to implement and that's why I keep on saying that light up and manifest is not your basic surface level manifestation course it's not just like okay ask believe, receive, even though that is completely legitimate, don't get me wrong, that is the foundational piece of the work is ask for what you want, believe that you can have it and then receive it. What we are really going to focus on, yes, we are going to look at the asking part so that you get clear about what it is that you actually want to call in. But what this subconscious work is really geared towards is the believing aspect, because it's easy to be like, yeah, just believe it's going to happen. Yeah, just believe that you're going to get it. But a lot of us have been running with old paradigms, old subconscious programs that tell us that it's not safe to trust, that tells us that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy. And so we are really going to target that with this subconscious reprogramming work so that you can come out of this experience with full belief and certainty in what it is that you deserve and what it is that you desire and knowing that you can fully have it all because it's already yours. So this is light up and manifest, you guys. Six weeks, you and me and a group of badass lightworkers together to transform at the subconscious identity level. You are going to deeply understand how manifestation works, how to recode your subconscious programs, drop those old limiting beliefs of I'm not worthy, I can't do this, I'm not good enough, and also learn and integrate the rituals to raise your vibration and become a magnet for everything that you desire. So I'm really excited for this, you guys. This week is the last week for you to get your name on the wait list and save $111 before the doors open. So be sure to go down to the show notes, sign up, check it out. And I guarantee you, you are not going to regret this. And this is going to massively up-level your life, your business, and just your entire being. So go check it out. Reach out to me if you have any questions. And I look forward to supporting you and light up and manifest. What, what? Okay. So now, before I transition you guys to my interview with Talia, I just want to introduce you guys to the beautiful Talia Witherspoon. And Talia has the most epic bio, so get ready for this. Free-spirited, copywriter, spiritual gangster of tech, and master NLP mindset and success coach all at once. 
Shirley Knox, well, sweetness, you clearly haven't met Talia Witherspoon. Yes, she's a generational wealth advocate. Yes, she's a champion of freedom-seeking 9-to-5ers and entrepreneurs. And surprise, she even dabbled in slinging precious gemstones and met Lady Oprah once upon a time at Ambassador's fancy birthday party. But what makes Talia a true master of her craft is her commitment to helping people tap into their purpose and create a fulfilled life they don't need a vacation from. For reals, Talia is the friend best and she is so good at what she does her community goes crave for her otherworldly insights otherworldly insights on applying universal laws and success rituals to everyday life her signature mindset alchemy for extraordinary humans coaching program and commitment to getting results for her clients using proven mindset biohacks you can go creep her testimonials on the sassynation.com if you don't believe what you're hearing and it's not all hype either talia has been featured in some legit af publications like Gryad's republic and spoken on some pretty cool stages and podcasts like women's empowerment tech conference and black women travel podcast to name a few and word has it, she's just getting warmed up because, for example, she's now on the Badass Lightworker podcast as well. When she's not helping her clients create more work-life balance, you'll often find her making videos on LinkedIn and Instagram, listening to audiobooks on high speed all the way to brunch, or sipping yerba mate while meditating to some binaural beats, vibrating high vibe AF. I freaking love Talia and I also just love her bio. This is like one of like the most epic, exciting, fun bios I've ever seen. So in this interview with Talia, we had such a great conversation. Like it was just such, it's always so fun to talk to Talia because she's so knowledgeable and the way that she speaks is extremely eloquent and it just really invites you to listen in and soak up all the goodness that she has to offer. And in this conversation in particular, we chat all about the deep subconscious mindset work, why it's important because yes, we are both master NLP practitioners. And we also dive into talking about how to manifest abundance, what abundance really means, and creating wealth in all of its forms, especially generational wealth. Talia shares with us how to plug energetic money leaks by changing your subconscious beliefs and programs so that you can finally manifest all the financial abundance that you desire. And she also gives us her best advice on how to set ourselves up for success in the new year. Because if you guys haven't checked the calendar, it's now officially like what, two and a half weeks until January, which is mind blowing. So get ready, take out your notebooks and your pens, really get yourself comfortable, maybe make yourself a cup of tea unless you're driving or at the gym or doing other cool stuff while listening to me. Get ready because this interview is freaking epic. And without further ado, let's dive into it. Amazing. Thank you so much again, Talia, for coming on the Badass Lightworker podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me, Ella. Yay. I'm so excited for us to be talking. <laughs> Me too. We're going to dive into a lot of great stuff. Now, before we go into the questions, I want to start off with a spiritual speed date session. So my first question for you is, what's your favorite crystal? Oh my gosh, selenite by far. Like, mm -hmm. selenite, I just have like a natural attraction to it. I keep buying it like over and over. It's everywhere, all over my house. 
and it's just super calming and super soothing. It's a very high vibe stone. It helps you to like cleanse your other crystals that maybe mm -hmm. that you have it placed around. So I love that. Um, yeah, and it's just really good for the chakras, the upper chakras particularly, and helping you like really tap into your intuition. So that's my fave. Yeah, I personally have started to become a big fan of selenite as well. Um, I think it's also called like liquid light. So I love drawing like a light protection bubble around me with it. It's so mm -hmm. awesome. And, and it's perfect for that. Yeah, super great. And what's your favorite book as your spiritual staple read? Mm -hmm. So right now I keep going back to a happy pocket full of money. Um, I actually got this recommendation from someone I follow on Instagram. Her name is Bossy Bruja. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about this money. I mean, this book. Yeah. And the money <laughs> and associated the money. <laughs> with it when you start reading the book. But yeah, so it's all about, um, it kind of synthesizes quantum theory, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but in a very high level, like overview kind of way, but then it also incorporates like some universal law. And then it also incorporates like practical tips. Like it's just bomb. That's my favorite right now. And I keep yeah. like, you can actually listen to it on YouTube. They have a recording of it if you like audiobooks. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I love that book too. I also love how it has those like little affirmations in between like every paragraph or sentence. It's like, I am wealth, I am abundant or something like that. But it's really yes. smart because it's kind of like programming that into your subconscious mind as you are reading the book. So yes. such an amazing read. And what was your most memorable spiritual or soul connection experience? Like really that moment that made you feel like, wow, like this shit is real. The woo-woo is like real. So for me, that was definitely my Aya ceremony experience. Um, I got to sit in an ayahuasca ceremony in Mexico last year. So it was like, mm -hmm. it's been... Mm, not this past June, but the one before. So that was just, I can't even, I don't, I don't even like really have the words to describe how magical it was. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really happy that I surrendered to that experience because I felt called to it because I was researching about it like long, long, long before I ever decided that that was something that I wanted to do. And um, when I was living in Mexico, it kept coming up. Like my neighbor, you know, was talking to me about it. She's an older woman and um, she was just, you know, sharing with me like how her experiences were and, you know, how the medicine had really helped her and all these things. And then I finally had a conversation with a friend of mine and he, and he basically like just squelched all my, um, all my reservations about it. He was talking about how like it allowed him to connect with his dad and all these things, these beautiful things and heal certain parts of himself that he thought were healed. And I said, well, you know, I, I would love some of that, you know? And, um, yeah, they say when when you're ready, the medicine will find you. And that's exactly what happened. I was actually hosting a retreat down there one of the last times I was there. And the opportunity presented itself. And I was able to to take advantage because I was already right there and in place, you know. 
And it was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. I got to connect with my spirit guides, of course, and, you know, sit down with Mother Aya. And it was just a very loving experience. And uh, my intention that I set going into it was just, I would love to um, receive whatever it is that I need right now in a very loving and gentle way. And that is precisely what happened. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's definitely something on my list to do as well. I'm still waiting for the right time because an opportunity came up like a few months ago, but it just didn't feel like it was the right one. So I love it that you mentioned that sometimes like the universe just gives you all those signs, right? When it's like your time, it's like left and right, no matter where you go. So when so it's talking about it, or you get this other nudge and it's like, there's no other choice, but to really go in and give it a try. So that's awesome. Uh, my next question for you is what's your favorite piece of spiritual wisdom? Oh, my favorite piece of spiritual wisdom is definitely just following one's own intuition mm-hmm. and one's own instinct. Like that's something that I have been cultivating like over the past several years. And the more that I tune into that, my intuition, the stronger it becomes, the Mm -hmm. easier it is for me to like access information um, through different methods, not just like divining like with cards, but like in dreams, like tasking my subconscious mind to go in and figure things out for me and give me information, give me downloads. And when they pop up, I just trust that this is the answer, you know, because I've sought it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so important. I think like in today's society, we're so conditioned to be like, where are the answers outside of me? Especially when we're like stuck with a problem. It's like, oh, let me ask outside for advice when really you have those answers and it's about tapping inward. So I love that. And my final question for you is what's the most important trait for you and a soulmate partner? Mm-hmm. So definitely I would say emotion maturity and just being (laughs) secure in like one's own self you know a lot of the other things can kind of be worked around or like you know like but you have to internally for me be solid in who you are and what it is that you want and you know mature enough to like express that and yeah those are two the two of the big things biggest things and also just be very secure with oneself because I'm pretty sure you you know know as well you're a light worker you're also very beautiful like people are very magnetized to you right and if you have a partner who's kind of like you know unsure about themselves Mm -hmm. that can feel intimidating to them you know and so it's really important for that person to have like a very strong sense of self-security for me Yeah, that is so important. And maturity, everything. Because like you said, I think like all the other qualities, it's like, no matter what happens, if you're mature, you'll be able to find that solution. But if someone's just not there at a maturity level, it's like a lot more difficult. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just a list that I am not willing to pull. Can't. (laughs) available for that. (laughs) I'm not. I'm only available for people who are, you know, equally as strong, you know, it reminds me of like that Michelle Obama quote, where she says, like, you know, you should strive to marry your equal, like, you know, you don't want any weak people on your team, like, (laughs) marry somebody who's strong like you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, super important. 
Awesome. So now let's pivot and jump into some of the juicy questions of the day. So to begin, can you please tell us more about who you are, what you do in your business and how you shine your light in the world? Yeah, of course. So basically I help people find their version of a freedom-based lifestyle using NLP to create massive shifts that lead my clients to create these huge timeline jumps, really, Mm -hmm. um, as it pertains to uh, pursuing and, and, and getting to their goals. So basically, I specialize in helping people to activate and act on their greatness. That's what I do. And uh, how I, (laughs) yeah, it's important. Like you can know that you have greatness inside of you, but if you're not acting on it and being at cause, Mm-hmm. that, you know, who's it helping, right? So one of the ways that I shine and I shine my light is just by like showing up, you mm-hmm. know, that's something that interestingly enough, like I got that in my eyes ceremony was like, that was one of the, the things that I'm tasked to do. And because I'm naturally like an introvert um, in the past, I've struggled a lot with that, you know, and just not feeling, um, I don't know, not just feeling up to the task, I guess. But, you know, the more that I walk this journey and the more I'm like invested in living out my purpose, the less it matters that, you know, I I feel afraid or, um, you know, how I feel about a certain situation. I'm learning that I can like show up and just be myself, like no matter what. Like, I don't have to show up and teach every single time. I don't have to show up with a download every single time. I can just show up, you know? And people want to see that part of you. They want to see your humanness. They want to see your flaws, like all the things. And so I'm learning that, you know, I can still show up and and be a light um, just by being myself, really. Yeah. Holy crap. I love that so much. I started getting goosebumps as you said that because... Like, I think that's like such a big blocker for so many people from showing up. It's like this idea that, oh, I need to give a lot of value. I need to show up with like the five steps, the 10 tips or whatever. But really, it's not in the information that magnetizes people and it's in your energy. And your energy is so unique to your being. So when you just allow yourself to be and you show up in that energy, it's super magnetic because it just shows people what's possible for them, how they too can simply be themselves and just shine. So I love that you've been tasked with that and you're stepping up to it and showing up for it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm not going to say that it's easy all the time, but I just, I don't know, decided I made a commitment that, you know, I'm just going to show up every day, like every Mm -hmm. day, even if I feel like I don't have anything to say or anything new to contribute, just pop in and say, hey guys, I'm still here. How is your week going? Like, you know, mine's has been amazing or it's been busy or it's been whatever it's been, like just showing up like as myself. And then if other insights, you know, pop up in between, like, let's say I'm in the middle of a launch and I'm Mm -hmm. constantly like talking about one thing, one thing, one thing, but then something triggers me to talk about another subject on that day. I'm just going to show up. I'm not going to hold that for like later. Mm -hmm. Let me show up and talk about this right now because obviously there's a reason why it's come up, you know? Exactly. That's exactly what people need to hear. It's a little, Mm -hmm. a little nudge from the universe. I love that. 
And can you tell us more about your journey and like how you got started into this path of wanting to help people create their freedom-based lifestyle? And just how did you fall into coaching and LP and working with the subconscious mind? Mm-hmm, right. So basically, I started studying NLP to become a better copywriter. Like, <laughs> it's so random, but I was um, researching a couple of summers ago about like, what makes, you know, good copy really good? What is, you know, um, some different styles of like persuasive writing, mm-hmm. just wanting to like hone in and tune up that skill that I have, because I'm you know, I have a background in copywriting. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's what led me to NLP specifically. And I actually already had a very strongly rooted spiritual practice by that time. But the more I learned about like my, how the subconscious works, um, the more I started to make the connection that NLP seemed to me like the science behind how to make the law of attraction work, how Mm -hmm. to manifest things because NLP is so much about changing one's mind state and reprogramming and all the things that you need that are precursors to like manifesting and attracting things to you. And so it felt like a natural fit. And I was just super interested in like, wow, this is like the behind the scenes, behind the curtain look at like how manifestation and the law of attraction like really work, you know? And so that definitely drew me in even more. And um, incidentally, like I was following uh, Reese, you know, our trainer for about a year and I had set an intention when I first started following her. I was like, she's amazing. I really want to work with her as a coach. And at the time, her one-on-one packages were like 10K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't know where I'm going to get an extra 10K from, but all I know is that I'm going to get it because I've got to work with Reese, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the end of the year came and she had been talking about NLP and the end of the year came last year and she was like, you know, I'm offering a training and it was like far less than 10K and you'll have access to me and to the Yes Supply group and all of these calls, these, you know, smaller group calls and things like that. And I was like, uh, I think this is my moment. <laughs> like I will still get to work with Reese and I'm going to get to learn NLP. And she, you know, had some really cool bonuses in there as well mm-hmm. that I felt were going to like help me up level my business. And so I just jumped on the opportunity. And um, yeah, once I got into the course, I was like, it would be amazing to, you know, really just be like in the energy of a classroom setting. And she was hosting like the live training, which happened, you know, back in May. And so I decided to invest in myself and in my business and to just go, you know, that was like, extra that's not you know something that's included in the package but I was like I'm in this like I really I've been seeing the changes that I've been able to make just like on my own and you know I I like going to class I'm like one of those nerdy types like I take classes (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm just like always learning I love to learn and so um yeah I went on and got um practitioner certified and then when the opportunity came 
to enroll in the master's, I went ahead and enrolled and I said, I'm coming back. I'm going to invest two weeks, you know, in Toronto. You were there. Yes. <laughs> That's how we did, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that was like my journey to, to NLP and um, how it's just really helped me in my business, in my personal life um, mm -hmm. and really given me a, a, a proven tool to be able to really help other people like with their own transformations. Yeah, I love that so much. I love how you called NLP like the behind the curtains look at manifestation because that's exactly what it comes down to. And that's where I see like in my work as well, like like a lot of the pitfalls when it comes to manifesting, people are like, it doesn't work for me. Law of attraction doesn't work. It's not like it doesn't work, but you just got a lot of subconscious shit that you got to clear out. And that's yeah. where NLP comes in, right? It's really yeah. this tool to understand yourself at a much deeper level and to be able to prime yourself for success when it comes to manifesting. And I think that your story is such a great example of that. It was almost like you basically manifested that opportunity to join Yes Supply. And it was like being guided to this work. It's so cool. And I love that so much because it's like subconsciously you already knew the importance of the subconscious mind. So your subconscious was already guiding you to the work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's super yeah. awesome. And yeah, I'm so glad that, you know, you went to master's because that's how we met. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and when it comes to incorporating NLP in your work and like talking about the subconscious mind in your work, I know that as part of your mission, creating generational wealth is also something that you talk a lot about in conjunction with NLP, the subconscious mind. And so I just want to dive a little bit deeper into understanding what does that look like for you? What does it mean to create generational wealth? What is your vision for that? And also perhaps how do you see NLP and the subconscious mind work fitting into this bigger mission as well? Mm -hmm. Okay, right. So for me, there are so many layers to this, right? Mm -hmm. So it started for me on a foundational level with rewiring my mindset just about what is possible, you mm -hmm. know, and to set some really high level goals to take action and to educate myself along the way and follow my intuition because I, you know, don't come from a wealthy family. Like there's things that I still need to learn, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I have basically tasked my subconscious mind to help me to do it, you know? And um, <laughs> it's a trip because it, it's, it's like when I was younger, um, when I got out of college, I felt like I had accomplished all of my childhood goals. Like I did mm -hmm. all the things that they said that you're supposed to do. I went to school, I got the good job, I had a house, I had a car, like, I did many of the things that they say that you're supposed to do, but I still felt like there was something missing. And I was like, I just have a feeling like I'm supposed to be somewhere else. I'm supposed to be doing something else. You know, I don't know what that is. I just know I got to get out of here, you know? And so um, that's what led me to um, becoming a digital nomad. You know, I traveled for like a year and that is what helped me to like clarify the vision for like this next stage of my life. Mm -hmm. And so all of those things, the uncertainty, the, the not having clarity, the just knowing and that there was something more for me and following, you know, those intuitive um, nudges 
is what led me to this point. And, you know, even going to Mexico and doing all the traveling, that was a part of the plan. That was a part of the master plan that, you know, really helped me to understand once I got back to the States, okay, well now what's next? What do you want to do now? You know, you've done that, you took that off your list. And I was like, you know what? I would love to be um, really stable and rooted like in this place that I call home because as much as I love um, Mexico, I consider that my second home and I definitely will have a home there in the very near future. Um, it was important to me to be able to come back to the Bay Area, which is where I'm from, and to have a space that is my own, you know, mm -hmm. that I can always come back to like a launching pad, you know? And so for the past year, I've been very focused on that. And in order to do it, I recognize like, I need capital, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Big capital. And the things that I want for myself, they're not just for myself. I want to be able to, I have a lot of nieces and nephews mm -hmm. and they're going to be going to college. So like, I want to be able to like help and assist where I can show them like, you know, how to not just make money, but how to make your money work for you. Yeah. Like, and so all of these things that were happening and just following the signs, following the cues is what led me to like, an even greater vision. Um, when I went to Arizona, I still have um, family on the reservation there. Mm -hmm. And um, I would go there and like buy jewelry and things like that. And I would go to like the fair and buy jewelry. And I was like, man, like this, 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 this handcrafted jewelry that they're selling is very traditional. Mm -hmm. It's, um, obviously like very beautiful like people would pay so much money for this if they knew that this was here and they had access to it but because it's in abundance there in new mexico it's very inexpensive and i was like what if i could like set up an online marketplace you know and in my travels like connect with people who are local and have them sell their stuff like through this marketplace website that would help them it would obviously like help me like it would help a whole community. It would allow me to extend my reach, you know, as far as um, helping other people with their money, you know, and solving for some of the issues of not being able to, let's say, leave the reservation, for example, because you don't have money to do that. Well, if you have a, a stream of income coming in because you're selling products online through my site, through the marketplace, then that's creating wealth like within that community and in a community that's very special to me. And so, you know, it's really all about just, that's why I say like one of my main, you know, spiritual um, learnings or, or wisdoms is just like about following one's intuition. Like I can't see every step of the way right now, you know, yeah. but to me um, being creating generational wealth, <clears throat> excuse me, involves um, creating multiple streams of income and, you know, acquiring property and just becoming more financially literate so that I can teach other people, you know, what I know and share that with them. And um, yeah, so the future, I have some really big goals now, you know, mm -hmm. like I had what felt like big goals and just like trying to get, make it through college and all those things. And like now in the future, I see multiple opportunities like maybe owning a co-op one day you know and 
that global marketplace online and just making a way to collectively engage people inside and outside of my community who are artists, who are makers, who are really talented, and who also have a light that they want to shine into the world mm-hmm. and creating mm-hmm. a space for that to happen. So yeah, yeah, that's my vision. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like, honestly, like that's so beautiful. And I love the clarity of your vision. And I think that that's the power of it. We don't need to know every step of the way. And it's never been about like, okay, what's step one, two, three, four, five, all the way to a hundred, but it's about understanding that bigger picture. And because you have such like a deeply personal experience with like being in that marketplace, seeing the jewelry and then looking at like your nephews and niece and like, you know that, okay, this is something important. Um, So yeah, like if that's the vision, that's what you're focused on, like, as long as you trust your intuition, you are going to be guided to that. So that's really awesome. And I think the point too about being more financially literate so that you can share with people, that is something that is so important. And it's something that still blows my mind that they don't teach us this stuff in school, right? We never had a class that's like, okay, let's understand the concept of money. What exactly is money? How do you make money what are the different ways how do you grow your money like you said how do you make your money work for you instead of slaving and working for the money right so it's it's mind-blowing that like it takes us to like becoming an adult to be like wait a minute i actually never learned this stuff so let me figure this out now (laughs) yeah 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 and you know as a young person like when you see other people doing amazing things what seem like amazing things and you have have access to that like it makes it it demystifies it mm-hmm. for you you know because you can see up close and personal that person's struggles you can see their successes and you know they're you know right there in your vicinity so that you can um talk to them about you know your own hopes and your own desires and you know really be able to like give you that support and that encouragement and share with you the things that they've learned along the way, yeah. you know, I feel like that's really important to, to have those examples, you know, and I just see <laughs> in a way, like I've been, and this came up in my IS ceremony as well. It's so interesting. So interesting because this is kind of a digression, but I don't know if you know the app, the pattern. Oh the my pattern. God. I love the pattern. I get notifications like twice. It's so accurate. I can't. <laughs> Yes, me too. But listen, before I even downloaded the pattern, before I knew anything about it, yeah. a lot of the things, the notifications and things that I get through the pattern are things that I specifically talk to my spirit guides about and, and I talk to another <laughs> about like in my ceremony. And so for those things to be coming back to me, like through this app, it is wild. I'm like, they were sitting there reading my chart to me, basically, <laughs> like in my highest ceremony, and I didn't even know it, you know. But um, where was I going with that? Um, I was saying that a lot of these, a lot of these things, a lot of these cues were were just already like mm-hmm. things that were in progress, you know, um, and that are now coming to fruition you know and it's just it's amazing when you step back and see like the full picture of like how all the things the good the bad the ugly like work together for your good you know 
And they're all a part of this divine plan that you set for yourself, actually, before you even came here. These are the things that you agreed to, that you set the experiences that you wanted to have so that you could grow in a way that you needed to grow, like in spirit, you know? Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, because it's like this whole journey of life is really just about remembering what you already previously agreed to. And then, you know, in hindsight, you're like, oh, everything did work out. And I think that's such an empowering realization because I've definitely done that exercise for myself recently as well. It's just like looking back at the last 12 months and like all those shit hitting the fan moments, all the good, all the not so great and seeing how everything has added up to lead me to where I am right now. I think it's such a reassuring thing, especially when people are feeling that pressure or that stress or that doubt in those moments to be like, wait a minute, like I am always supported. There is always a plan and something so much bigger just looking over and guiding you. And I love that point that you made about like, you know, we can get like really in on the specific, but when we take that step back, it's like the metaphor that comes to mind for me is almost like a puzzle, right? In the beginning, you have like, especially those crazy puzzles. I've never been great at puzzles, especially those that are like 500 pieces. I'm like, oh no, I can do like a 12 piece puzzle and that's about it. But especially with like all those little puzzle pieces, it's almost like super confusing. And sometimes you're like, is this even going to fit together? Is this going to build up to anything? But when you take that step back and you start to see like, oh wait, like there's already a train right here. Oh wait, there's a mountain that I built. (laughs) Exactly. I love that metaphor. That's beautiful. Um, But yeah, it's, 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 it feels really good to, to know or feel like, you know, and are walking in or towards your purpose. Um, and now that I have like these really big adult goals, um, I know that, you know, my subconscious mind now is tasked to do it for me. And like a heat seeking missile, it's seeking out the best path. Like it's constantly trying to make a way, like yeah. go here, go there. It seems like it doesn't even like stuff's not connected when it totally is, you know? Yeah. Uh. And just having trust in that, you know? The beauty of the subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Amazing. And so in line with that too, I know these days you're really focused on talking about plugging energetic money leaks. Um, And so I want to know more about what does that mean and why is it important for us to look at these energetic money leaks? Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, it just means that looking at the ways in which our habits and our beliefs are running the show in our life and then doing the change work to get our internal programming all upgraded because Mm -hmm. otherwise we can find ourselves in this seemingly never ending loop of more of the same when it comes to money and abundance in our lives or the lack thereof. And so um, when you plug those money leaks, those energetic leaks, you, you have to identify what they are first, you Mm -hmm. know, and you know, there, there's some, 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 there's some general ones, but for the most part, I mean, everybody is unique in their own way. And that's a lot of the work that I do um, with my one-on-one clients. Um, so it just depends on like what the needs are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if just on a surface level, you start to plug things, you'll notice a shift. Like right away, you'll notice a shift in the way that you feel about your money. Like, cause we have to remember, right? Money is an energy, number one, you know, and the paper and the coins that we exchange for money, it's just 
that's just a physical manifestation of an energy. Like back in the day, they used to barter and, you know, trade goods and services, you know, before there was money. Like, this is just the way in which we're exchanging it right now. But at the end of the day, it, it's an energy, you know, and once you figure out like how to manage it on an energetic level, on a physical level, you're going to get better at managing it and you're going, it's going to be more attracted to you. You're going to have more, you're going to be able to retain what you have, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the reasons why it's important to identify those leaks and, you know, where are they and let's plug them up. And a lot of times the plugging work is the easy part. It's the super mm -hmm. easy stuff, the obvious things that you just don't even like think about like, oh yeah, well, why am I not doing that? Or, oh yeah, I, I should do that. That would be easy to do. Let me just do that. Yeah. And like, as you just said that, like something that came to, it was, it's so weird. It's almost like something just clicked in my mind. As you said that money is an energy and like, you know, like the coins and the bills are just like a physical manifestation. I'm like, we could literally be trading with rocks right now. If as yeah. a society, we decided that that's money, we could literally just go out and pick up pebbles and be like, here's a hundred bucks for you. Yes. It's just crazy to think about. And also like money is like in our bank account is numbers on a screen. Does that really exist yeah. in that yeah. amount? No. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> My mind is smarter at the moment. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with like Bitcoin, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but like that's a new way, a new form of currency apparently. And people are exchanging it and calling it valuable. People are more and more starting to agree that this is of value. Therefore it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just comes down to the belief and a belief comes down to being a thought. And at the end of the day, all of that is just energy. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> And there you go. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. I love that so much. And so on that note, what do you think it means to be abundant? Because I think it's something that when it comes to talking about money, money mindset, we often use the word abundance. So what does abundance mean for you? And how do you think more people can tap into greater abundance in their lives through the subconscious mindset work and also through the energy work? Mm -hmm. So to me, it comes down to recognizing the different forms of abundance and the fact that abundance is around you at all times. Mm -hmm. Like you can see beauty and abundance like in an afternoon stroll and just taking note of the fact that how lucky you are to be able to be able to do that, to take a walk in the sunshine on a nice day or to like you know, sit down and be able to order and enjoy your favorite cup of coffee or whatever it is, like those moments, those are abundance. That's, that's a form of abundance, you know, and just really taking stock of like the things that you have. I think about all the time, like when I was in Mexico, as much as I loved that experience, sometimes I would wake up because we have very like, not leaky pipes, but calcium would get built up like in the pipes and we'd have to call the plumber often. And sometimes I would wake up and not have running water or not have hot water. You know what I mean? And have to take a cold shower, which was welcome because it was very hot outside. <laughs> but just being able to come into my shower here in the States, turn on the water and know that hot water is coming out every single time. That makes me feel abundant AF. You know what I mean? Like, because that's something that you don't think about necessarily until you don't have it, you know? And so 
to me, being abundant means just really appreciating ways in which abundance shows itself to you. You know, there's not, there's, we're just not always aware of our abundance, you know, and being able to perceive it like with your senses and not just in the form of money is abundant, you know? Yeah. I think just going back to remembering that abundance means a lot of something. So if we tap into that energy of a lot by, like you said, noticing like that we have a lot of running hot water, we have a lot of air to breathe, we have a lot of like these basic things, it's like naturally, then the money can come a lot easier because you're not focusing on what you don't have. So I yeah. really love that. Yeah, you have to put yourself in a, in a, dare I say, positive state. Like I feel like being positive is getting a bad rap, but literally how if you're negative all the time, time that's what you're going to attract to you so you know trying to find the positive silver lining is the goal like and looking at okay well this happened what can I learn from this situation how is this helping Mm -hmm. me how will this serve me you know what I mean it's not about being positive all the time because it's not human but you can look for the lesson every single time because it's always there you know it's always there. And if you, the more you, it's so funny, like notice yourself when you're in a good mood, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are just magnetized to you. Like yeah. opportunities like come to you, you know, the line in Whole Foods opens up. In your <laughs> line. Like Amazing things happen when you are in a good mood and you are feeling high vibe. Like yeah. that's being in the, in the energy of abundance and allowing, you know, good things to find you and to come to you, you know, that day because you are radiating that energy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I love that. And I think like to your point about like, you know, pause, being positive, getting a bad rep, I think it's also just like, I mean, for people who don't resonate with that, it's just it's about shifting that perspective to growth, right? Like finding the growth in every single situation. Um, just like you said, like looking for the lesson because immediately we shift our energy, we radiate. And as a result of that, we can call in more of the things that we want and not the things that we don't. So that is so absolutely true. And on that note as well, when it comes to, you know, talking about abundance, obviously there's the opposite, which is lack and scarcity. And I know that when it comes to talking about money, abundance, lack, scarcity, a lot of us can still hold on to some subconscious limiting beliefs around what it means to be wealthy, what it means to have money or not have money. So I was wondering, what are some of the most common limiting beliefs that you have witnessed for yourself or in your one-on-one clients when it comes to money? And what advice do you have um, for people who are currently struggling with these limiting beliefs to navigate through them and to really align themselves with that frequency of abundance? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I notice is people tend to focus on money being scarce, right? Mm-hmm. They focus on instead of what they have, they focus on what it is that they don't have. And one of the things, interesting thing that happened to me, and this happened at a training, at, at practitioner's training. And I was talking about, um, you know, goals that I had for my business. And I was like, you know... Um, I will feel really abundant when I'm, or really, um, successful when I make this much amount, this Mm -hmm. is how I will know, like I'm doing good. And they were like, well, you just said that you make like 
double, almost triple what you used to make, like in your previous career, Mm -hmm. um, could you start feeling abundant now? Like, because, you know, you were able to like pay and come to this training, which was not cheap, you know? It, what ways we were doing a, a reframe activity is what we were doing mm-hmm. and they were like you know what is it that you have now that you um didn't have back then and I was like whoa like that blew my mind because there was a time when I was a teacher I was oh my gosh it was it was such a struggle because you know I don't really pay teachers a lot of money but um going to the store at any time during the month and not even worrying about like, I just blew a hundred dollars at Target. Like Mm. I do that all the time now. You know what I mean? There was a time when I really had to like, okay, if I spend this, you know, will I have enough money until this day? Like really had to like shell out penny by penny, you know, my money and like, it was, it was rough. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't have those kinds of worries anymore. You know, yeah. it's not a big deal to me. Like, and I was like, man, you're right. Like I can just go ball out at Whole Foods if I want to, like, and it's fine. I have like, you know, and that is abundant, like to me, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, so I had to really reframe my mind in the ways in which I think about scarcity you know, in the way that I think about money and seeing that the next thing, the next big thing, the next big goal um, is cool, right? But also being very happy and satisfied and maximizing and utilizing the money that I currently have right yeah. now, um, very respectfully, you know, um, about using money as a tool, you know, because I can remember there was a time when I just had like a laundry list of things like, man, when I have more money, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make sure I pay for this. I'm going to make sure I take care of that and staying true to those things, you know? And that's one of the things I tell people like when they're doing like manifestation work or, you know, um, work around trying to bring in more money or whatever is telling source and yourself, your subconscious, like, okay, I want this thing, or I, I, I desire this thing. Okay, well, why do you need it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if you get it, what are you going to do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm very mindful of that. Um, I'm in a unique position that I have a little money now, and I try to make sure that I'm doing the right things with it. I'm doing right by the money that I do have. And yes, I still have desires for like big, big money, more money, you know, to be able to make these very huge generational wealth goals happen. But at the same time, just being very, you know, respectful and humble about the space where I'm in right now. Like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. And I'm, I'm doing right by the things that I've been given, you know, at least I try to, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, in that way, it's taken the scarcity out of the situation for me. Um, and knowing that like more is always coming. Like I might have a very expensive month and a lot of money goes out the window. But I know it's coming back, you know? Yes. Um, and so that's one of the things that I see a lot with people is that they don't recognize the things that they do already have. Yeah. And that creates this blockage 
and receiving more, it creates limitation. You know, if you're always constantly focusing on what you don't have, what you don't have, I don't have, I need, I need, I need, you're always going to be in a state of needing. You're always going to be in a state of, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, you know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, because it just comes down to a state, like you said, like feeling abundant is a state. Um, And the problem is, is like when we tie those when this, then that, or if this, then that statements to our feelings, because you'll constantly be chasing for that next goal. Like even once you get there, it's like, great, I feel amazing for like five minutes. And then it's like, okay, well, when this happens, then I can really feel abundant now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know that book, Happy Pocket Full of Money, I was telling Mm -hmm. you about, there's a section where they talk, excuse me, they talk about, um, you know, if you have a goal of, let's say, I want to have 10K in the bank all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then you hit that goal. Yay, good for you. you. You made the goal. And then your bank account dips below 10K. You don't want to keep striving for the goal of having 10K now because you hit that goal. Yeah. You have to strive for, you know, something else, something bigger, you know, and not worry about like, okay, oh, you know, my bank account's under 10K now. Like, no, it's just you're ready for the next goal in the next step, you know? So 10K is, you've hit that target already. So let's go hit another target. And that sends your subconscious mind to work, to getting to that next level, that next target. Yeah, I love that. I think everything just like at the end of the day comes down to the perspective and what we choose to see. Just goes back to like an NLP, as we say, the map is not the territory, right? So like in every single situation, when it comes to money, when it comes to hitting monetary goals or other goals is about like, okay, putting things into perspective. It's not that I need to hit that 10K or it's not that I'm behind, but I'm on my way to something so much bigger. So I absolutely love that. And, you know, in talking all about this, talking about setting goals and things like that, I think it's just pretty mind blowing, at least for me, that we are near the end of the year. I feel like 2019 literally zipped by and now it's like a month left and it is the holidays and then it's 2020. So in talking about all of these topics around wealth, around abundance, how do you think we can best set ourselves up for success in the new year? when it comes to feeling more abundant or just for any kind of success overall? Yeah, I would say by starting now, like Mm -hmm. right now, like Rachel Hollis does this thing. um, She does this challenge called the last 90 days, Mm -hmm. which I love so much um, that concept and just starting where you are right now. Like there's no reason to wait until the new year. Wait for what you want to wait for your abundance. You Mm want to wait for your blessings. You want to wait to start like working on, you know, whatever your goals are for next year. Why? For what? That's 30 days that you could be ahead if you just start now, you know? And so that's my biggest advice is setting yourself up for success starts in the now. Like everything happens in the now. A lot of times, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about the now as being like the most powerful place to be. So, you know, even in 30 days, that'll be now, but that's now in 30 days, but like (laughs) starting now, 
yeah. is going to help you. You'll be 30 days, you know, further ahead. Like if you just go ahead and start doing whatever it is that you are setting your sights on for next year, start building that framework now, like taking small baby steps and like figuring out, okay, well, um, I want to start, let's say going to the gym in January one. That's a goal that a lot of people have. What can I do right now though, to prepare myself for success once I start going. Mm-hmm. One of the things you could do was be to start going to the gym now because in 21 days, you know, that's a habit that you could create. Like right. starting now, you know, so by the time January 1 rolls around, you go into the gym, it's just a habit already, you know? So um, that's one of the things that I always encourage people to do when you have um, not even big goals or small goals, when you have a goal, period, is to just figure out like what is a step that I can take right now to start moving the energy and setting the wheels in motion. Yeah, that is super powerful and so true because we often get into that habit of just technically procrastinating. We're like, yeah, like, let me just wait till January 1st. And then January 1st rolls around like, yeah, actually just let me wait another month. And then you just keep on waiting. And I always say that too, is that now is the only moment that we have. So start taking action now, because if you keep on waiting for the right moment, the right time, you will always have excuses. And before you know it, you're going to wait your entire life and be like, oh crap, like I should have just started like 30 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no time right now. (laughs) Exactly. And so speaking of now, I want to dive a bit into what are the practices that you have for tapping into the frequency of success and specifically, you know, how do these practices fit into perhaps like a typical morning routine for you or if there is something that you do in the evening that really allows you to harness that energy and that alignment in the present? Mm-hmm. Definitely daily meditation. Mm-hmm. That's like at the top of my list of things to do. Like if I can meditate twice a day, that is ideal, you know, in the morning yeah. and at night. And one of the things I found is like, for me, when I'm sleepy, like meditation works so phenomenally. Like mm-hmm. even if I have to go in the middle of the day, um, find a quiet corner and go and meditate for like 20 minutes, you will feel so refreshed. Like it's just something about it that really helps you to tune in to what it is that you need to do for today. It can give you an energy boost. It helps you sleep better. Um, It helps me with like having very clear, you know, dream state where I can like receive information, messages, or I'll wake up like, okay, this is how I'm going to solve this and that problem or this is what I should do about this and that thing. Mm-hmm. Like a daily meditation practice is, it's everything that people say that it is. And um, one of the things that I think deters a lot of people is that they think that, you know, you're supposed to just like clear your mind and not think any <laughs> thoughts. And that's great, you know. I don't always get into that state though, but what does happen is the more that I do it, the more I notice like the chatter that's going on, like in my mind or even on the outside, it just gets quieter and quieter. You know, the thoughts start drifting further and further apart. So I may not be completely like, you know, able to unplug every single time, 
but it does help me to get a grip on the thoughts that are happening and to just let them pass, you know? And um, it definitely rewires the brain. There's all kinds of studies about like the benefits of meditation and they are all true. (laughs) That's all I'm trying to tell you. So daily meditation in the morning is a must for me. At night, I try to meditate every night. If I'm too sleepy, what I will normally do is like put on um, a self-hypnosis track. I've made, you know, some tracks also for um, group programs that I've done. So I will listen to those and it just primes the mind to be, um, to think about the things that it needs to think about and do the rewiring that it needs to do like while you're asleep because your mind is still active, you know, just it's active in a different way while you're sleeping. So yeah, definitely those two things. Yeah. I love that so much. Meditation is definitely part of my daily practice too. And it's funny that you said that you can do meditation really well. Um, when you mentioned that you were kind of sleepy, right? Cause for me, it's like the complete opposite. If I'm sleepy, I'm like, I just kind of pass out and I completely like zone out of it. So it's really cool that you can really get into that state there. And yeah, I think the biggest misconception, like you mentioned, um, for meditation is that, oh, I'm supposed to not have any thoughts. I'm supposed to clear everything out. And that's another example of how people procrastinate on starting meditation. It's like, I'm just not someone who cannot have thoughts. So therefore I can't meditate. Let me just wait till the time when I can train myself to not have thoughts and then I can start meditating. I'm like, no, you just do it now. And then before you know it, yeah, right. you quiet down your mind. Meditation <laughs> is the training so that you can exactly. quiet your mind. Like that's how it works. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Um, and so what keeps you going in your mission, especially when challenges arise, the fears creep up and and, you know, like sometimes the old chatter comes back in, like what keeps you motivated to keep on taking action? Right. Legacy creation. That's mm-hmm. it. Like just thinking about like, um, who I want to be in the world, like what, what legacy I want to leave, like when I'm not here anymore, mm-hmm. um, and how our lives have meaning, like even on a very very day-to-day level and like just how you show up in the world as a person like you never know like who you're impacting by you just being you so imagine being you but also having a vision that you feel like is going to support other people and support the world even when you're not in it anymore like that's definitely what keeps me going Yeah, I love that so much. I completely resonate with it, leaving that legacy and just knowing that you're part of something so much bigger that like, you know, you look, you came here for a reason for a really big purpose and to show up for it is like everything. And yeah, like, I think that it's so, it's so much easier to know that you need to keep on going on when you realize that that purpose too, this legacy that you're leaving behind is not just for you, it's for all the other people who came before you, who are currently here with you and the people who are gonna come after you. It's like, this is the work for them. So thank you for showing up. Yes, that is powerful, Ella. for adding that yet for the people that came before you because I feel like we don't think about our ancestors and how the work that we're doing 
right now like extends like through our ancestral lineage and so we're healing ourselves we're going back we're healing in the past we're healing going forward like yes i love that yes because there's only one moment right now so the past that's it the future right now right now it can change everything (laughs) absolutely yes I love that. So what are some exciting things coming up for you and your business and your mission? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm in the process of relaunching the 30-day money mindset reboot. And that is going to be, I know, yeah, exciting. So I decided to relaunch this as a paid program because I feel like, you know, every time I have invested in like myself and in my journey by taking courses or, you know, getting my NLP training, Mm -hmm. when I'm like making a physical an energetic and a physical um, investment with my money, I'm committed. I'm in it. I'm going to do the work. You know what I mean? And so that was one of the learnings from when we launched in beta. I wanted to make sure that, you know, that there was a a desire for it and it definitely is. and so now we're launching it as a paid uh, program and there's some bonuses that are associated with it, of course. Um, but I think that that will enable people by energetically investing to really invest in themselves mm-hmm. and challenge themselves to like do the actual work of the course because it works, you know what I mean? But only if you do, you know? Yeah. And so we're doing that. And also I'm, um, starting to think about like taking our breakthrough days on the road. Mm. Like <laughs> I have this vision of I want to do like breakthrough weekends actually and host it very beautifully retreat style, you know, coming in a beautiful space and getting your self care on, but also doing some very, very powerful mindset shift work. Mm-hmm. And um, because I do have travel plans in the new year, I am making a way so that I can offer at least one, you know, maybe two breakthrough days when I'm traveling and I'm on the road, depending on like how, um, how long I'm away for. So that people who don't, you know, live in my area will have the opportunity to work with me when I come to their city. Mm, That's so amazing. I love that so much. It's kind of like your little road, road tour. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're bringing NLP, mindset work, energy work to the world. Yes, yes. So amazing. So where can my audience come hang out with you, keep in touch with you, and learn more about your offers and those opportunities for the breakthrough days? Yeah, so thesassination.com, and that is my website, and I am at The Sassy Nation everywhere on all the platforms, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on LinkedIn. Also, there's actually links to my LinkedIn, like through uh, social, but yeah, I've been very active on LinkedIn lately. Thanks to Mimi. Yay! Awesome. So we'll drop everything down in the show notes for everyone to find you and hang out with you. And so my final question for you is, if you were to create for yourself one mantra to reaffirm your badassery, what would it be? Right. So I love my mantras. I love my mantras and I have many. The one that I have really been leaning into though is I'm ready. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. So whatever it is that I am, um, that I am intending, 
you know, I'm just putting it out there. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for that. I'm ready. I'm ready because I am. I love that so freaking much. Like this is like such a simple but profound mantra because when you get yourself in that state of readiness, it's like you're ready for anything. Like you're going to take action right now. There's no waiting, no procrastinating, no when this and that. It's like right now I'm ready. (laughs) Right now. now. In the now. I'm ready now. Yay, amazing. I love this so much. Thank you so much again for coming on the Badass Lightworker podcast, for sharing with us your beautiful energy and your wisdom. It's been so nice having you on. Thank you so much, Ella. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yay, that was just such a fun interview. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as Talia and I did, having such an epic conversation and being able to share it with you guys. As you guys are listening to this episode, be sure to share with us on Instagram. Post it to your Insta stories, tag me at PSMella, and also tag Talia at The Sassy Nation to let us know that you have tuned in and also share with us any key takeaways or any moments of inspiration that you came across. Thank you so much again for pressing play today, for tuning in, for hanging out with me and hanging out with Talia. Be sure to go down in the show notes to learn more about Talia and go follow her on the socials. Go check out how you can get more into her beautiful energy. And with that, I will catch you guys on next week's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure to keep in touch. You can find me over on Instagram at PSMLA, on Facebook and my Facebook group, Badass Lightworker Tribe, or over on my website, PSMLA.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, go up there, shine your light, and make some massive impact. I love you.